Hey everybody and welcome to Talk Chain, the podcast where we get into all things crypto. My name is Matt and Rob is not with me sadly today, but I'm going to do it solo. He's continuing to have internet problems, which is just a, a real disappointment. And uh, I want to thank everybody for watching. Rob and I usually try and break down what's going on in the crypto world so that we can all get out unscathed and make a little money. So sadly today, there's uh well, late yesterday, just after we uploaded our video, we, we found out that BitGrail was actually hacked and there's a, there's a lot going on about that. So I'm going to talk about that. I'm also going to talk about uh, French and German authorities talking about a crypto crackdown. So let's get into it. So late yesterday, this is the announcement here from the BitGrail website. For those who don't know, we Rob and I actually covered this. We talked about how the, the BitGrail CEO was on Reddit sort of behaving weirdly and calling people out in the last few months. And then it came out that they wanted to add some more uh, verification for people and that they couldn't actually do anything with their coins until they were verified. And then they were really slow when it came to the verification. And then they sort of demanded that uh, they get to keep all of your BitGrill and that you could only withdraw or they would only give you back Bitcoin and that was for non-EU customers. So all that kind of stuff left a bad taste in mine and Rob's mouth so we, we advised people to get their coins off BitGrill. It just seemed like it wasn't, they weren't doing their best to help their customers out and it just seemed very strange. So Today or yesterday late comes out internal checks revealed unauthorized transactions, which led to 17 million nano shortfall. Uh, it's cute that they said shortfall. And, uh, you know, they said that fraudulent activities have been submitted to the competent authorities and it's under police investigation. So it's, it's suspicious. Uh, there's a lot going on on the internet right now and theories on why people think that this has happened and it's easy to just jump to conclusions, but you know, we really, we really just don't know. So I'm not sure how people know that this happened in November, but that's one thing that's going on is that this, the, the CEO, Francesco something, uh, or his, his handle was you, the, the bomber. Anyway, he... Uh, apparently had known about this for a few months now and I, I don't know exactly if, if that's true or not but if he if it comes out that there's a trail of, of uh, proof to find out that he did actually know all of this before then he's probably gonna face some some legal action given that he withheld this information and didn't make it uh, public to his to his patrons and you know so it's an Italian company so it's gonna be up to the Italian authorities to figure out what's going on here it's uh it's really disappointing because the the real people that are going to hurt are the that this is going to hurt are the the nano investors long term so if you have a significant amount of nano in here the the price is going to uh get hit and it's obviously down right now but the the fundamentals of the coin itself i don't think are hurt the other people obviously are people if who had coins on bitgrail and it doesn't it's it's not clear what's going to happen uh, BitGrail doesn't look like they're gonna step forward and and give you back any money. They're not gonna be able to offer you anything, and it's it's kind of, it's not really surprising given that this clown CEO has been acting like a real piece of garbage the last few months anyway. So it's not really a, a surprise that he's going to 
you know, not offer anything and just say, sorry, guys, we were hacked and, and that's what you get. But uh, if there is any fraud or anything that goes on, then he might be liable for, for something. But so up until now, uh, it seems like your, your coins, if they were on BitGrail or your XRB in particular, are, are going to be gone. The other coins they say aren't aren't involved, but we we don't really know. And the they've also mentioned that they've temporarily suspended withdrawals and deposits, so you can't really do anything. And I think the best thing to do is just wait it out and see see what happens from there. So the the one piece of good news is that this actually has nothing to do with the coin itself. So it's actually the the hack has nothing to do with Nano. It's it was an exchange problem, and I think yesterday I mentioned how every single day we're coming out with with a hack. Something happens that there's a security problem, and these are these are growing pains, like Rob said yesterday with the whole industry. But it's it's really disappointing, and it's only going to prevent people from getting into crypto because every other day there's a goddamn hack, and people who are starting exchanges. They need to get it together because nobody's going to use crypto if we continue to get hacks and people continue to lose their money. And, you know, it's frustrating because those of us who actually believe in these projects aren't going to get anywhere with it because nobody trusts anybody. So, you know, it's a real call to, to action for people who are actually going to provide security for their customers. And uh, Binance, I think, steps out of the typical uh, exchanges in, in this regard because they're, how they've dealt with their um, their issues in the last few days I think was very mature and very upfront and transparent and I think that's going to make them a real leader when it comes to altcoin exchanges. Um, yeah, the one, the one thing that's going to hold them back is getting actual fiat to altcoin pairs. If they can get that then I think they're going to be pretty good. but. Anyway, so the Nano on a, on Medium released this statement saying that it actually had nothing to do with with the Nano protocol itself. So it was an actual hack from the BitGrail wallet. And uh, yeah, so it has nothing to do with the actual um, coin itself. So if you're holding Nano, I, I would suggest you just continue to hold it. Don't sell based on this panic. There's no reason to sell. The only thing is that a big uh, sum of Nano is is now in the hands of one person. But there's nothing to suggest that the actual coin it, itself is is a danger. So um, definitely avoid doing anything related to BitGrail. And if you want news about the coin itself, follow the the at Nano currency, and and don't do anything with with BitGrail. So. It's, uh, it's going to be tough going, I think, forward for, for Nano, just given the, the drama surrounding BitGrail. But the coin itself, I think, is, uh, is a, good, it's a good project. It offers a good solution. I'm, uh, I'm going to buy at this price here. I think this is a great price. And I think long term, it, it has a lot of potential as a project. So if nobody has been in Nano before, it's a good time to put a little bit of money in. And uh, if if you're scared to hold any nano on any exchange, I don't blame you. And I think everybody should open a nano wallet. So you buy the coins on an exchange, and then from that exchange, you withdraw it 
to a private wallet. So this guy here, you open it and it keeps control of your private keys and the private keys are the way that you can actually get access to the coin so they're not actually physically held on the wallet. They're actually, this the wallet has encrypted keys so that's how these wallets work. So you withdraw from the exchange to the wallet and the wallet keeps your, your coin safe so you're not at the whims of an exchange that that isn't trustworthy when it comes to um, keeping your, your private keys safe. And BitGrill obviously dropped the ball on this. I, uh, I trust Binance, I trust KuCoin, I trust um, uh, Coinbase. Those are the, the three different sites that I use right now, or GDAX, but you know, the, the more this is happening, the more I'm inclined to open a bunch of different wallets. So I, I bought a Nano, Le Nano Ledger S and uh, the coins that that supports, I'm gonna transfer some onto that. So I suggest that uh, keeping coins on, on private wallets is very important and also diversifying them amongst different wallets. So I also have the Exodus desktop wallet and I think people should put coins on that, put it on a hardware wallet and, uh, and keep those passcodes safe, very safe. and. That way you sort of, you limit your risk because of, uh, you know, if, if one of them gets hacked for some reason or one of them gets your password for some reason, you have coins on other wallets, so you're, you're, like, you're less likely to lose all of your money. <sighs> okay, so disappointing stuff, and, uh, you know, I hope this, this is a call to action for people to do better in the future. So the last thing I want to talk about is this uh, G20 meeting that led to French and German finance officials calling for a global crackdown on cryptocurrency. So same old thing. We, we hear this all the time. I'm not going to get into too much depth with this. Suffice to say that governments are coming in and they want to see it regulated. So it's a little different here because these are this is like a group of international countries, big international countries, as well, especially countries in the in the EU and the IMF. So uh, they want to see stuff going on with crypto regulation and to, to think that international organizations are going to try and, and regulate it is I think a pipe dream but it could definitely happen. I think uh, right now they just want some, uh, some information. They want to know details about how this, how crypto assets work and what's going on with them and I think Things like hacks and all of these people losing money is sort of ringing alarm bells with these institutions and they want to know what's going on. And they also, of course, bringing up counterterrorism and anti-money laundering, which is a typical song and dance for, for, for countries that want to get more power. So, so just, you know, it's a, another another call for for regulation and uh, we'll see how that goes moving forward so that's uh that's about all i've got for us today i did want to touch on bitcoin technical analysis real quick so i have had this chart these lines going on for the daily chart for a while we uh we're 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 making some headway you know there it looks like we're going to get a support line going up here and when a support and resistance line meet up like that it's usually a consolidation of sorts and it's 
indicative of, of a move move or of some sort of move going forward so either it's going to continue along one or the other and uh, and use the other one as a support or resistance so we'll see how it goes moving forward the volume is sort of declined big time from the the peak about six days ago when when we got that big bounce at around 6500 and uh yeah, so we'll see. I'm, I'm not buying here. I'm going to wait and see where the price actually goes uh, before I make any moves. I, I did buy Ethereum a little while ago, and I think that's a, that's a long-term hold. But Bitcoin itself, I'm, I'm going to wait and see where we go from here. Um, yeah, so that's it, guys. Thanks a lot for watching. I, uh, I want everybody to click like or subscribe. Let me know what you think about BitGrail, about Nano. Tell me your losses so we can be disappointed together. And uh, let me know what you think about regulation. Uh, hopefully Rob and I are back here tomorrow with, uh, with more details in the crypto markets. But until then, I want to thank everybody for watching. Rob and I are going to do our best to break down what's going on in the crypto world so that uh, we can all make some money. Thanks a lot for watching. See you next time.